Hey, welcome or welcome back to the Uncomfortable Is Okay podcast. I'm your host, Chris Desmond. This is the show where we try and figure out how to get better at doing the hard stuff that makes life exciting. I've got a little strategy episode for you today, and it's all about I will survive. So what is the strategy? I will survive is the understanding that you're going to mentally survive a challenge or a tough period of life. That no matter how tough it is, you're going to wake up tomorrow, you'll still be here, you won't be broken, and you'll be the same person, or perhaps even a slightly better version of yourself for having gone through that hardship. And once you understand and accept that you're going to mentally survive a challenging period of time, your sense of overwhelm decreases and you can usually move past the psychological threat that's going on at that time and push yourself towards your limits. And there are different ways that you can use the strategy. Sometimes just understanding is enough to get you through that tough time. Other times it can be helpful to use the mantra, I will survive in your head, just to help you get going and help you get through. Or my personal favorite is to crank out Gloria Gaynor's uh, epic tune, I will survive at the top of my lungs. So choose, choose wisely which one you want to use. So where do I apply this? The strategy can really be applied at any point of the process. It's going to work as a short-term strategy in the moment. So when you notice your anxiety levels creeping up uh, in the middle of the task or anywhere through the process of, of doing a task, take a moment just to understand that you're going to be okay and it's going to drop those anxiety levels back down. You can use it as a long-term strategy. So while you're planning a challenge or thinking about uh, one to take on, understand that you're mentally going to survive it. And what you often see is that the targets that you have for yourself in that challenge often expand because you're not going to hold yourself back because you feel more safe. A caveat with the strategy that the I will survive is just to make sure that you factor in your physical safety as well. Because mentally you're going to be okay through most situations. But however, if the challenge you're taking on is beyond your physical capabilities, then you really need to factor that into your plan. So mentally you'll survive, just make sure that you survive physically as well. So this strategy in action. When I started out speaking in public, it was pretty scary. Getting up in front of people with all their eyes on me and worrying what they were thinking about me, it was felt to me like a pretty threatening situation to be in. And usually what would happen is I'd give a really rigid presentation. I'd read off the slides or directly off my notes, struggle to engage with people and try and come across super professionally rather than letting my personality through. And people would kind of clap politely at the end and I'd think, oh man, I'm glad that's over. Hopefully no one thinks I'm a dick. And just kind of talking about this now, It's actually reminded me that that was like what I felt when I started podcasting as well as the first few episodes. If you go back and listen to them, I was pretty rigid. I was pretty nervous. I was wondering if you guys would think that I was a dick and the people that did think I was a dick at those first couple probably aren't listening now. If you are, 
What's up? But once I'd managed to shift my perspective to understanding that whatever happened in the presentation, that I would mentally survive it. I'd be okay. I'd live to fight another day. Having that perspective shift really reduced the threat level that I felt that I was under. And once this threat level had reduced, I was able to relax a bit more. I was able to focus on the presentation instead of focusing on not looking like a dick. I started to be able to ad lib a little bit, um, bring some other things in rather than just standing there and boringly reading off the slides. Uh, I started to be able to engage a bit more with the audience, respond to some of their cues as well. And I started to be able to let my personality come through into the performance more. And again, I think this, this correlates to the podcast is that I'm much more relaxed and much more able to focus on the process of doing it now than the process of trying not to look like a dick. So when I give presentations these days, people still clap politely and nicely at the end. I've never had a standing ovation, uh, probably never will, but I definitely enjoy doing it much more. And one other great thing is that I'm heaps less sweaty at the end of the presentation now than on what I used to be when I was starting out. So it cuts down on washing as well. So why does this work? When we're doing something new or different, we often start out as not very good at it, or at least holding the perception that we don't think that we're very good at it. Our egos pop up, we worry about what other people are thinking of us, will this make us lose status in someone else's eyes? Which from an evolutionary perspective, the loss of status that we might that have happened to us previously could lead to some pretty terrible outcomes like being shunned from the tribe and having to fend for ourselves in the wild which was I'm assuming massively hard but these days fending for yourself is probably just having to order your own uber eats rather than having someone else order it for you but our brains still see this loss of status as a large psychological threat so often we're not going to extend ourselves into new areas because we're too scared to do so. Or if we do, we're going to end up doing it in a really half-assed way. So Dr. Kerry Evans, a psychiatrist, describes a challenge mindset in his book, Perform Under Pressure, and makes the comment that the most common disconnect occurs when we start to think about not how we are performing the task, but how we are looking while we do it. And I'm going to read that again because it's great. The most common disconnect occurs when we start to think about not how we are performing the task, but how we are looking while we do it. And once we worry about how we look while we're doing something, it increases the mental and emotional load that we're placing on ourselves, which is usually going to tip us past the point of optimal anxiety that there's too much load going on for us at the moment and our performance really begins to suffer. But if you can understand and accept that you're mentally going to survive the situation, 
It's going to re reduce the psychological and emotional load on our systems. It's going to allow us to focus more deeply on the task at hand. And it's going to allow us to perform it better. So remember, you will survive. So take that strategy, put it into action. I'd love to hear where you've used it, how it's worked for you. Uh, it's a strategy from a book that I'm writing at the moment, Get Out of My Comfort Zone, A Guide to Doing Hard Shit. If you want to sign up to the email list about kind of what's going on with the book, I'll flick you through some of the draft strategies that I've got at the moment. I'll keep you in the loop with how things are progressing and I'll hook you up with some sweet deals when it comes out as well. So you can sign up to getoutofmycomfortzone.com that's getoutofmycomfortzone.com. The emails that I send are pretty sporadic. It won't fill up your inbox. But thank you so much for getting uncomfortable with me today. Oh.